Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And that's driven deep to left center field. Garner is going back. Looking out. See you later. See you later. See you later. Astros headed back to the World Series. Jose Altuve, a walk-off two-run homer. And the Astros beat the Yankees 6-4. to four, Win the ALCS four games to two. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be picking away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Mike Pete across the way. Andrew with your updates. And you heard the Astros Radio Network uh, bringing us out here. The top of hour number two World Series is set. It's going to be Strohs and Nationals uh, getting going Tuesday night. Um, out at uh, down in Houston, as the Astros do have home field advantage, will be a good one. We'll see if the Nats still remain on their edge, and Dave Martinez able to keep them sharp with the extended break after sweeping the Cardinals in the National League Championship Series. Uh, Taz, but what a game we all witnessed on Saturday night, uh, which was uh, you know uh, gut wrenching. If you're a Yankee fan, I mean an absolutely brutal loss. Uh, it was a you know it was tough uh, to take that one in after you get the you know Lemayhew home run off of Osuna yep. in the uh, top half of the ninth inning to tie it, and then you get Chapman hanging a slider to Altuve as he has the walk off two run home run to win it for the Strohs in the bottom half of the ninth inning. That's brutal. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. after the LeMayu <laughs> shot, Taz, you've watched enough. We've all watched enough baseball. Sure. I thought the Yankees, 
we're going to find as long as they got through I that bottom half. Extra innings. I thought we're going. This I thought we were going yeah, extra innings. Thought, yeah. And Taz, I thought once Lemayu hits that home run, I was like, the Yankees are going to find a way to win this game. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I thought you know that crowd was devastated. Sure, they were ready to celebrate. Osuna looked like he was looked like he was about to cry yeah. uh, when he was sitting on the bench. I thought the Yankees were going. I thought the Yankees were going to win that game. We we're going to see a game seven yeah. uh, on Sunday night, and then Altuve, a future Hall of Famer as remarkable a player as he is, given his size. I mean, he is an unbelievable oh, player. Amazing. He ends it in the bottom of the ninth inning with an absolute moonshot off wow. of Chapman. Yeah, off of Chapman. Which that's tough to do. And uh, that little dude is just a stud. He is just should be respected. That That's someone that, like, if you have a son or daughter that's an athlete that's undersized, you look at that guy as someone, uh, a quasi-role model, because what he's able to do in, in, in a game full of, you know, a lot of big dudes. Uh, but, you know, I think you got, as far as the Yankees, though, you look back to Friday night, too. They got a nice 4-1 victory at home. Instead of losing at home, they jumped on a plane, um, both teams, and, you know, headed to headed to Houston. I mean, that would, I, I, I'm sure you watched Friday night's game. I did, too. Yeah. I know that's kind of an afterthought after this, but I do think that's important to bring up that the Yankees, they didn't just get rolled here. They did win. In impressive fashion on Friday night at home. They represented. And so then they go to Houston, and that all happened. It was a great game, to your point. Definitely was a great game. I really thought we were going to extra innings, though. I definitely felt like once uh, once the, you hit that home run, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be an all-nighter deal. I was kind of nodding off a little bit because I was watching football, too, and like, let me get a cup of coffee. Here we yeah, go. Exactly. Here we go. Well, and, and then it ends then on it the ends. Altuve. Yeah. So a couple of things from the game. Number one is... There's a thought here from, and I'll get to the Altuve at bat because I heard, uh, I think it was Kevin Kennedy, uh, I forget who it was, but mentioned it after that game about that Altuve at bat <laughs> and just how smart baseball players are in terms of looking for a pitch to hit. And I'll get to that here momentarily. Would you have, with Chapman's inability to spot his fastball, and you saw it, right? The previous at bat against right. Springer, he threw one to the backstop. Would you have walked Altuve, put the game-winning run on second base, and attacked Jake Marisnik? Who was on deck instead of facing Altuve? I mean, it's, it's definitely something that I, I think a lot of people. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have. I would have went. I agree I, with you. I like Chapman. You know, I would have went. My my guy gets that guy. Let's do it. So I wouldn't have done now, it. Now I I totally agree with you. But there's that thought process. Why face Altuve? I get, get that. Now yeah. the issue you have is Sanchez behind the plate has had like three pass balls in the past two games. So Dude, it's he not can't like catch. Uh, he, he's been I mean, lazy behind on. the plate, he's backhanded, hard. not getting in front of the baseball, allowed the you know allowed a run to score. I mean it's Dude, been Friday night. The first inning was like horrible. Oh my god, terrible, horrible, I mean, terrible. And that and he's not even making up with his bat. He's oh. hit, he hit about 0-47 in the championship series. God. Now, here's the interesting thing about Altuve, which I found fascinating. I didn't think about it at the time. So, 2-0 pitch from Chapman, right? He throws a slider, right, right to get a strike over, to make it a 2-1 pitch. A 2-1, you know. So, Smoltz in the previous at-bat to Springer said, does Springer have guts enough there to sit, to sit slider? And if, obviously, if he gets a fastball, he's got no shot. But to pick a pitch and sit slider, obviously, he ended up walking George Springer on a 3-1 pitch. He put him on. Didn't have to sit slider. Altuve there, he basically said the hitter set. He said Altuve's mindset there is a hitter. If he threw me on a 2-0 pitch, if he threw me a slider to get that strike, he's going to throw me another slider to try and get another strike over to get it to a 2-2 count because he doesn't trust his fastball. Because on a 2-0 pitch, you're going with the best pitch you trust the most that you can get a strike over because you don't want it to be a 3-0 count. And certainly he didn't. 
So Altuve sits slider there. Chapman hangs one. I mean, puts it basically yeah, on a well, tee for him and then hits an absolute moonshot. But it's it's interesting. So when the home run at, came with the 2-0 count, right? What's that? The home run came. No, 2-1. 2-1. It was 2-1. But the 2-0 pitch was a slider. It was a slider, right. And then he came back to the slider because Altuve there is thinking, if he threw me a 2-0 slider, he's going to come back and throw me right. a 2-1 two two slider, slider right. to try and get it at 2-2, two two, yeah. and he ends up hitting it basically to the train tracks out I'm there sure in left center field. Drilled it. I mean, uh, I thought that was interesting. I, I mean, yeah. you think about the mindset of a hitter and what these guys are thinking well, about when they're up at the plate. I mean, you got 2-0, you're sitting there. You're, you're, in a, you're Obviously, it's a hitter's count, right? So it's a great opportunity now. Um, to you know, he's got to throw you a strike because he don't want to go 3 He's got to throw you some and sort of a strike. And he throws him a slider he for a strike. He throws him a slider for yeah. a strike, right. Yeah. So... But so I, I couldn't remember if it was 2-1 that hit the dinger or if it was 2-0. I could no, 2-1, remember. 84 yeah. mile an hour slider. Yeah. I've watched that replay about 8 million times. <laughs> it was a terrible pitch. I think maybe you saw it once live and didn't watch the no, replay. No, I went back yeah. and watched it because I wanted to see where it landed. I couldn't see on the replay where I, when he hit it, I was like, the game's over. Springer's yeah. going to score from first base. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know how far he hit it, and it, it ricocheted off that, you know, the, wall, wall, whatever the hell that there. is yeah, out there in left center field. set up there, yeah. Right, and, and then bounce back into the field for a shot. Taz, I I don't know. I'll tell you this. I probably would have rather have lost the game 4-2 than lose the game 6-4. But first off, you're glad you didn't lose at home, though, on Friday. I understand, That's Taz. That's a big plus. I, I, I understand. I'm trying did. to bring you back to Friday because you guys won. Taz, it doesn't matter. I know it doesn't it, matter. It, it, right. They got to Verlander. They saw a game. But when LeMayu hits that home run, you're like, oh, my God, we're going to see a game seven. That was clutch. So that We're going to see a game seven. Hit, man. It's like the ultimate tease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Lautuve hits the walk-off shot, and it's like all of a sudden, the span of 15 minutes, you go from pure adulation and joy. Yeah. And, oh, my God, to basically utter despair. Well, the season's over. Yankees weeping in the clubhouse. Well, I mean, that's basically time, where it went from. Well, for the first time, Yankees got a little taste of what it's like to be a Mets fan. <laughs> that right there is every game for the Mets. Like that feeling. Like that. that oh yeah. That's it. That's that's what happens for Mets fans. You so, know what? Well, you're the, you're now the second Mets fan that has told me that. <laughs> and I will not be the, the third. You are there'll the, be a third. There I know be. there'll be a third. Yeah. I, a Mets fan. True though. So I, I do that Sunday show with Deal yesterday, right? Uh, yeah. Football. Tommy Lugauer, who produces a WFAN, huge Mets fan, right? There's Mets fans all over the place here at, the, sure. at Fan and CBS Sports Radio, right? Um, and he goes, welcome. Welcome to the club. Welcome. Now you know. Now it's starting to even out. There it All is. the joy that yeah. he had as a Yankee fan goes away. Now, now. it's starting to even out. It's now you out. understand the pain of disappointment. He's right. And failure in the postseason, where He's you right. have high expectations. Now it's starting to even out, and that's that's the baseball guys. I'm like, hey, thank you. Tommy. It's true. I'll tell you, I uh, who, who we have on the show today. But he's right, though. <laughs> but I'll tell you, though, I am I am really shocked because I I really thought. The World Series would be the Dodgers and the Yankees. I really thought. Now we got the Nats and the Strohs. Yeah, we do. And uh, you know, I mean, I don't know if the Strohs uh, can keep this thing going, which is just I'm not just I'm sorry, the Nationals. This this momentum going that they have, I, this little bit of a break now could affect them. Like we saw that break after the Yankees swept the Twins. I that, I think that break kind of hurt the Yankees where the Strohs were still battling with the Rays back then, right? Yeah. So now, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm a believer in that. That's you got to hit at the right time, and maybe the Nationals have been sitting chilling. How many days have been off? Three, something like that, right? Oh, no, no, longer. Six. Longer. Oh, oh, six. Yes. What am I thinking? I mean, they, they, that series ended early last week. That's right. So the Nats are sitting chilling. It's a little long. 
It's a little long, and now what's his name is going to go now? Cole, right? They have him ready for the uh, Astros. Yeah, Garrett Cole. Yeah, yeah Cole, their so. starters are set up the way yeah. they wanted it. That's why it was important for them to win Saturday night. They didn't want Cole in a game didn't seven. They got them, yeah. they got Cole game one. They got Verlander game two, and they got Granky game three. Yeah, Oof. I mean those are those are your starters. And game three will be back in in Washington D.C. and and I, I, it's tough to end a year for the Yankees, but the Astros were the better baseball team. They were um, over the course of the series. They go on, and and Taz, I, I know it might. It's not as sexy a matchup of, as Dodgers and Yankees. It's not going to exactly light up the country. You know, right, the two right. biggest media markets in the in the country represented. I get all that, but I will say it is refreshing as you know as a baseball fan <clears throat> that it's not about bullpenning. It's not about who's coming in. It's not about that we're going to go with an opener here. You look at how these two teams got here. It's basically they got here the way that we grew up as baseball fans watching this game. Old, good old-fashioned, great starting pitching. Yep. Scherzer, yep. Strasburg, Corbin, Annabelle Sanchez for Washington, Cole, Verlander, Granky for the Astros. I, you know, and I agree with that. I think that's saying. refreshing. I do too. But I'm going to be locked in, obviously, just like you. I'm going to watch it. Oh, no doubt. But I, I think the casual f- Sports fan or was casual baseball fan, they they don't care. They don't give a rat's ass about the Nationals versus the Astros. They don't. It's not. It's because you're right. It's not a not a sexy matchup as Los Angeles versus New York. It's not. No, and I agree with that. I'm not being a New York snobby guy, and I'm not a Yankee fan, so it don't matter. But I'm just saying, like, I I just don't think. I mean, I just don't think that. But let me ask you this: How can I agree with you? I said I agree with you, yeah. unless it's a great series. You think, I think that people will jump no, on? No, right? I, I think that it might be. I think it might be a little bit of a slow start to the series. First of all, people forget Washington's in the World Series. It's been a week since we've seen That's them, I mean. right? I mean, they've kind of disappeared. Yeah. You haven't heard anything. All you've heard about is these workouts. And I do agree with you initially. Outside of Washington and Houston, it's going to be a tough sell. But if you get riveting baseball games, if there's great games. I think the baseball fan will come back. I don't know if the casual sports fan. I don't right. disagree well, with you. I don't know if the, the you know Jack or Jill that barely watches baseball that maybe tunes in the playoffs. They might not. They might not get locked in or might not right. may not not watch well, a lot of this series. But I think the baseball fan, if it's a good series, I think the I think they'll come <laughs> back around to it and they'll watch it. I think I, I agree. I think the baseball fan will. But you know, you want to get the big number. They want to get the big number for sure. So I mean, look, like you look at the Nationals. There's not. For the casual fan, there is not a ton of star powder. The kid Juan Soto, this kid is 20 years old. Great player. Great player. Just amazing athlete, amazing, young, exuberant, professional, young baseball player. And I promise you, the bulk of the United States sports fans don't even know who this kid is. They don't yeah, know. You might be right about that. They don't even know who he is. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, well, I, that's a bad job by baseball. And we talk about that a lot, how they don't make stars, how they not, they don't, they just, it's not there. I mean, you know, you know Scherzer, you know Strasburg. Okay, I, I would think more people know those guys, those pitchers. Otherwise, like, who, where's the star power? Well, where's the cachet? I mean, you yeah, know, I get it. I mean, Scherzer, Strasburg, Rendon, I think is going to be an mm. MVP candidate. Is he a guy that's on the level of Mike Trout or Bryce Harper? No, I'm not going to say that he is. I think the Astros are well-known, though. That, uh, that I agree the with. The Astros that are well-known. Altuve, Springer, Correa, totally. Verlander, yeah. Cole, you know, those guys have established themselves Absolutely. as postseason stars. Correct. And, you know, they've been there. They won the World Series in 17. They lost to the Red Sox a year ago. They're back in the World Series this year. 
I think the Astros bring that kind of name recognition. And maybe, Taz, maybe the Washington Nationals, you get more name recognition by going out there and having a great series and winning the World Series. That could be. And, maybe and, Soto establishes himself as right. this 20-year-old superstar by having an unbelievable fall classic. Could Lord, happen. Lord knows he's talented enough to do it. That's the truth. And maybe, like in wrestling terms, maybe the Astros, to the point you're making about star power, the Astros give the rub uh, to the Nationals as far as name yeah. cachet. Guys like Bregman, guys like Correa, guys like Altuve. You know, these these guys, people know these guys, you know. Uh, that Altuve is just, uh, people just know, oh, man, that little guy, that little guy, like the casual fan, because like, he's amazing. He's a great player. To do what he does at his size is remarkable. It's, I mean, five, to six, dude. He's 5'6". Gener- right, and to generate the bat speed that he had, and not to mention, I mean, the Astros on Friday night, let's not forget, Michael Brantley, had one of the great double plays these, where he he makes the diving catch in left field oh, and then doubles yes, off yes, Judge yes, yes. off judge, of first yeah, base. Yeah, 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 yeah. He made – that was one that was of – as, as, as they said on the broadcast, one of the great double plays you'll see in championship series history. Yeah, I have no. no idea what the hell Aaron Judge is thinking, being that far off first base, because even if Brantley drops it, he's going to have time to get himself to second. Right. But why he's so far at second to where he has to retouch the bag to run back to first, but – it's an unbelievable play by Michael Bray. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. No doubt. And it's, you know what? I, I you know, as a Met fan, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, it's a little bit make me smile. That's a heartbreaking. It's the Astro. I, yeah, I love course. the Astros. I mean, right. No, I, listen. You know what that means, folks? You'll hear a lot about a Jose Altuve <laughs> for the next week and a half. I, I just ordered this T-shirt. Taz is all locked in. <laughs> Taz just ordered the Altuve biography. Uh, yeah, yeah, everything. He's basically <laughs> locked in. You'll know everything about Altuve's. He will be basically, he will be the, uh, I will say, the the linchpin <laughs> to the Taz and the Moose World Series me? coverage. I just got a Bregman jersey. I mean, I love the Astros. Bregman's me? not a big guy either. No, he's not. They're scrappy. They just play scrappy baseball, man. But speaking of big guys, yeah. you know, your Yankee team, you know, I just want to bring them up again. Yeah, sure. You know, you, yeah, sure, no problem. You know, you got big guys on that team, big stars. But one of the bigger physical guys is Stanton, another guy who's like 6'6". Six, six, like, I think Judge is bigger than him. Or Judge is like 6'7". Judge seven. is bigger than him. Stanton, dude, Stinkfest Jones. What happened? What's with this guy? Dude. Well, he had the quad injury. Oh, man, Friday. Was like, oh, he's terrible. They put him in as bat. a last-ditch effort. Oh. You know, he had an injury-ravaged season. I heard he could barely jog. Uh, it may be light jog after he suffered that quad injury. Can't um, hit either. So, no, he couldn't hit. It was a lost year. I agree with you. Well, yeah. not just – how about Encarnacion? Oh, God, please. Enough with at least Stan has the – at least Stan was hurt. Encarnacion, his last bat against Joe Smith. So It looked bad. like he didn't want to even be a part yeah, of that dude, bat. It's unbelievable. It's I know. Met fans were like, hey, yes, <laughs> another swing and a miss well, from Eddie. Where's the dopey parrot? <laughs> Put the won. arm up now as you walk back to the bench. When they were struggling a little bit on Friday, <laughs> I, I was at my brother-in-law's house, and I'm there with three Yankee fans <laughs> and me watching it. And, and uh, you know, and all the ladies are in the kitchen eating uh, and drinking coffee or whatever. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, hey, look at this. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was being such a wise ass. Oh, God, you can imagine. But they ended up winning the game, but still, yeah. I was like, hey, <laughs> right, you know. oh, that was funny, man. Uh, and then they, you weren't with them on Saturday night, were you? No, no, I was home. I, yeah, yeah, I wish I was with them. That would have been great. Uh, I did shoot a text to a couple of Yankee fans and family members I know. I did, a couple of text messages went out. I'm sure. Tough loss. Yeah, tough I'm one. going to sleep. Tough one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Enjoy your nights. Well, they high road texts. You're right. Like, wow, that was rough, man. Don't worry. You got next year. You guys will be great. 
Nah. <laughs> I can't re- I can't read what the b- replies were because they were curses. curses. Uh, Want to hear from you? Are you into this fall classic? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. If you guys are on hold, we'll get right to your calls. A little baseball here on this Monday morning. Taz of the Moose, CBS Sports Radio. This is Major League Baseball legend Frank Thomas. You're listening to Taz and Moose on the CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line of 855-212-4227 is brought to you by our good friends at Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Uh, I am going to talk a lot about what's potentially going to go down here with the World Series. Let's uh, go out to North Carolina, down to North Carolina, talk to Sam. Uh, Sam, you're on with Taz and the Moose. What's up? Yeah, I heard your comments about uh, New York and L.A. I, I personally would rather watch Houston and Washington uh, than than New York and L.A. Why is New that? York and L.A. They bet dozens of times. It's the same old thing. You know, people out here and, and the rest of the country. I think sometimes the, the people in the big media markets think everybody always wants it to be them. It's always about them. It's not. I mean, as a kid, I played a lot of baseball. And then I, I really quit watching about 20, 25 years ago. I just kind of the game was slow. I, you know, I didn't want to watch it right. as much. But right. I like pitching. I like pitching, and, uh, you know, I, w- I want to see what happens. I think Washington's not been there for, you know, what has it been? 33. Seven, yeah, it's been there a long time since, uh, you know, they've been there. Houston, but I, Houston's got great pitching. They've got one of the, you know, top three-man rotations probably in the history of the game. You know, Sam, and here's the thing, and you're right, but here's the thing, though, about that whole media thing you said. You know what it is? It's not about, like, because, like, for us, for example, we're up here in New York, obviously, but it's not It's not about that. It's about the masses. It's about we're, kind of what we're, we've talked a lot about it, about TV, about the, 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 that's where the money is, and the TV revenue and advertising money when you have, hypothetically, the Dodgers against the Yankers, Yankees, you're hitting both sides, uh, uh, you know, East Coast, West Coast, massive, massive top two, uh, you know, uh, you know, markets in the, in the country, if not world, right? So that's huge for TV. That's huge for money, for advertising, and for cachet. You're you're a baseball fan, you know what I mean, Sam? You're a baseball fan. So you, you know, you want to see these great pitching matchups. You don't care about star power. You don't care if no one knows who Soto is yet. You know, you know he's a great stud, young guy for the Nats. You know all that. But the casual fan doesn't. So when you hit those two big, huge markets, you know, hypothetically, if it was the Dodgers and the Yankees, you would get that. That's all we're saying. Yeah, and, uh, and don't worry, we're not coming across as, you know, big market. Yeah, no you know, way. No, and, not at all. And it, to play the point that Taz just mentioned, you know, the footprint is greater when you look at Los Angeles and New York uh, than it is when you look at Washington and Houston. That's all. Um, I, I understand that, that but I find, I find the, the Houston-Washington matchup just be. I find it more intriguing personally, and I haven't watched the World Series uh, to any extent in years. But oh, there I you probably go. will watch watch a lot of this. I mean, Garrett Cole's doing great things right now. I, you know, I'm always a person that loved pitching, um, but you know, the great rotation, and you got Scherzer and Strasburg on the other side. The, the people in Washington, even though you know I despise Washington D.C. like most of us out here. Yes, I despise them too. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how their fans react to being there. Houston's been there, you know, a couple of times in the last you know decade or two. But uh, I just find that matchup. Uh, you know, the Dodgers would have been pretty. They, they had a good team, but 
um, you know, you, you got to have that pitching when it comes down to, you know, the short series. It's all about, you know, you know who your studs are on the mound a lot of times. And uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. I'll probably watch some of this series. Well, uh, there you go, Sammy. And you mentioned you haven't watched in a while. To play the point that Sam mentioned, Taz, take the cities out of it. Uh, you look at it from a baseball purist perspective. Right. I think this has a chance to be a better representation of the sport than, say, having the Yankees involved with all the pitching changes. If you're able to get, you know, the Yankees and Strohs are playing four-and-a-half-hour games. Mm. That's not exactly what you want to see no, when you're trying to sell the sport. Right, right. So if you're able to have dominant starting pitching, where you have key moments and getting, a, you know, men on yeah. first and second, two out, and, you know, you're on the edge of the seat, is Springer going to get a hit or is Altuve going to hit, and, you know, whatever it might be. Right, right. If you get those kind of – but the game's got a pace to it. Right, Where right. you're not constantly, oh, another guy's warming up in the bullpen. Right, Here right. comes Aaron Boone well, for another pitching There's more of a rhythm, right? There's right. a more there, – you have a chance to get a better rhythm to this series because of how good the starting pitching is as compared to, say, if the – and I'm a Yankee – if the Yankees were involved because they're all about the bullpen aside from Tanaka and maybe a little bit of Paxton in terms of that starting rotation. Right, right. No doubt. No, I think it's a good point. Definitely from a baseball purist perspective, perspective, definitely probably better in regards to pitching. Uh, Let's go to Springfield, Missouri. We're going to talk to Austin. Austin, you're on with Tazimus. What's up? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? What's up, Austin? buddy? Taz, I would hope you've gotten a Jose Altuve jersey at this point. That, <laughs> that guy pretty much embodies everything you were, you know. Yes, small, sir. Small, undersized guy to yep. find the odds becoming world champion. Thank you. Yeah, I, and I respect the heck out of him uh, for that, and I appreciate you saying that. But, yeah, no, you're right. He's I've been a fan of his. I mean, he does, does, does amazing things. And I tweeted something out about that after the, the Yankees lost the game, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you, he hit the, Altuve hit that dinger. And I can't remember. I said something like, respect the undersized athlete, you know, because of blah, 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 whatever the reasons. But, no, I I, oh, I, great. I respect the hell yeah. out of him, Austin, for sure. I, yeah, you know, I yeah and the fact that he, you know, got cut by the Astros when he was 16 because they thought he was too short, you know. Yeah. Just got to love the guy for his heart, for sure. Oh, he's all heart, and his uh, – you know his intensity. You know he, his focus, and he looks like he's having fun too. Like you know he's yeah, he, and that's uh, that's infectious. He, that, that whole Astros team. They look that. I guess when you're winning, you're having fun. It's always yeah. very infectious, right? <laughs> right? Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Well, all right. So before I get to my point, did, um, I don't know if you all saw this stat or not, but this is going to be the first time since the 1910s that the Yankees wouldn't have been in a World Series, correct? In the decade, correct. And I just found that to be astounding, to be honest. Ah, uh, um, yeah. I mean, it is. You're right, uh, Austin. And uh, yes, it it's a shame. It really is. <laughs> you guys are just too much. I, mean, I don't know how you came to work today, but it was, uh, it, was a, it was a tough weekend. I understand. It's so, you tough know, being Austin, a Yankee Moose fan. is wearing a Yankee hat, which I respect. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still going to support your team. That's right. You, you, know, you should. That's good. You can't just turn your back on them. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a suffering Cardinals fan right now, so uh-huh. you know, I'm still. You guys went out well. Yeah, you guys went out well. Moose is right. <laughs> oh, elbows up. Be careful. I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. Elbows up is right. You bring the 1910 stat at, I'm going to poke fun at the cards. Uh, uh, I mean, you bring inning. the salt to the wound, uh, I'm going to bring up the Cardinals and how they went meekly into the night in the NLCS. Oh, absolutely pathetic. But, um, but, you know, I think of two instances where a long layoff has affected the team and both came at the Detroit Tigers' expense. Once was in the 2006 World Series against the Cardinals. Yep. And then in 2012 against the Giants, you know, they were off a week between both because I believe they swept in the ALCS both times, and the Cardinals, you know, beat them in five, and then the Giants just swept them. So 
I think we're going to get some good pitching in this series, and I think that's one thing. You know, you talk about the big media markets or whatever. I think that's something you can sink your teeth into. But, and I certainly hope I'm wrong about this because I want to see a good competitive series. But you know, I just have a hard time envisioning the Nationals going past five games here. But that's just my take on it. I hope you guys have a great rest of the show. We appreciate it, Austin. Thanks so much. Um, And Bogus and I had Leland on last week, Taz, when you were off a couple days. Yeah. um, And. We asked him uh, the question in terms of what advice would you have for Washington. He basically said, I don't know. <laughs> he goes, I, I did it twice he different goes, I ways. Twice. I got nothing. He, you know, basically said, I, I, I did it twice different ways. One time they did workouts out at Ford Field. He said that didn't work. And then he said the second go around, what was it? They had their minor league team come up, and they actually did oh simulated God. games. Yeah. Oh and he God. said that didn't work. <laughs> So he goes, I, you know, he goes, I, I don't know. He goes, what we did did not work in the two times where we had extended <laughs> breaks to the full classic. Oh so he's like, I don't know what advice I'd give you for Dave Martinez, which at least he was honest. Yeah. No, that's and he fine. goes, we couldn't figure it out. We tried a couple different things to try and figure it out. It didn't work. <sighs> that's funny. Yeah. But did he ask for me, by the way, Leland? No, uh, he did not. No, okay. No. Uh, let's go out to Richard, Virginia. We're going to talk to Chris. Chris, you're on with Taz and Liz. What's up? Good morning, guys. So I kind of agree with the caller two calls ago. You know, TV's already set up. It's not like they're going to cancel commercials because Yankees and Dodgers aren't playing. And here's the thing. And to go around with your point with uh, with the uh, Juan Soto, people don't know who he is. Yeah. I guarantee you most of America doesn't know one player on the Dodgers. You know, and here's the other thing. Whoa, 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 you know, whoa, 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 Chris. You, you, you can't sit there and tell me that the casual fan is more the, – the Dodgers are a bigger um, – Bigger name cachet franchise than the Nats. It's 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 a no brainer. I agree. Dude. I agree. But what I'm saying is that's like, my if point. You just go up to the random fan and and say, you know, name a player on the Dodgers. They're not going to be able to say one player. I guarantee you. Most of the most, the casual fan, not baseball fan, but just a casual sports fan. Right. If you just go up to them, just be like, you know, name a, name one player on the Dodgers. They're not going to be able to name a player. Okay. The best but, player in baseball is Trout, and most of America doesn't know what he looks like. Right. They know what that ten year old that sells toys on the internet looks like, but right. they don't know a, a guy that's been playing 10 years, 15 years in baseball and is the best player in this generation. Of yes. Baseball. Ryan's baseball toy box. Okay. But, so, but, you, but Chris, ball. you do, but you do agree what I just said before you do agree that people that the, the Los Angeles Dodgers name, that franchise has more cachet than the Washington Nationals. You agree with that, right? Of course. Okay. So, so that's my point. So but bro, that's my point I though. I know what you're saying about Soto. I, I get your drift on they can't sit here and, and you know, the casual fan is not going to name Dodger players just like they would name national players. Okay, I, I'll agree with you on that. But I'm talking about, like, the, the name. Like, when you have the – I don't understand why some people don't get this. Like, the Dodgers versus the Yankees, that's like, you know, well, I mean, even but, sports fans know what that no, is. No, I agree. Like, I, I agree with you, Taz, but is TV all of a sudden going to change now? Is like all of a sudden they're just going to the next couple of days they're going to get all these TV commercials or get all this money? No, but they're going to get a higher number. No, 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 dude, they're going to get a higher number on it, though, dude. They're going to get a higher number, higher rating if it's two teams. They're going to get the baseball fan no matter who the frig is playing. Okay, so when you have uh, big, the bigger names, you're going to get a higher number, which leads to more money. That's the point. I don't know. I believe I believe some people want to see the pitching matchup. I believe a lot of people want to see the underdog. Nobody, you know, they got in as a wild card. You know, people know the um, the uh, the well, Chris, uh, you're also story a, with the Nationals. You're a Nationals fan. You're a, na- you're a National fan. Yeah. No, I'm from. Oh, I'm, really? I'm from Miami. I love everything Miami. I'm oh. just, I just I, I've been following it, obviously because everybody around here is talking about it, obviously, and that's just local. And I understand that. 
But people know the Bryce Harper story. It was on ESPN like a month every. Where's he signing? Where's he on it? Where's he going? Where's he going? Right, right, right. And he left because he didn't, he didn't think he was going to win a World Series with them. Chris, so you the think, Chris, 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 you think that you think casual sports he got fans? Three hundred dollar off, three hundred million offer from the Nationals. Yeah, before we get back, yeah, but I mean the the money was the money was spread out till he was basically seventy years old. I mean, that's the way. That, I need to get a deal like that. You know, so uh, it wasn't a true $300 million offer where he's making that $300 million over the next 10 years. Just like the Scherzer deal that he signed with the Washington Nationals, what they do down in Washington a lot with their big money contracts is they spread it out to where you're getting 5 and $6 million a year when you're 50, 51, 52, 53. They do that kind of stuff down there in Washington, which is fine. Eventually, you're going to get the money. I mean, it's going to come your way, but it's not all up front. The Philly contract that he signed, the 13-year, $332 million deal that he signed with Philadelphia, he's making that over the course of the next 13 years. That wasn't the but case with that Washington sports. deal. Everybody's, everybody's all about the money. Oh, I want the money. I want the money. They don't play for heart. They don't play due to loyalty. They don't play because this team's been there and did this with him and all this other stuff. I mean, people in the NFL are just sitting there saying, in the NBA, oh, if I don't want to play, I'm just going to sit out, and you can trade me or you can just buy Die on the dot, fine with me, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's not sports. That's not the way it should be. No, well, but listen, listen, dude, Chris, if you think that professional sports is about the love and the passion, you're out your mind, son. Okay, they're there to make money. It should be, but it's not. And you know what? I mean, there should be a lot of things that should should be. There should be no no crime in the world. There should be no misery and hate in the world. It's a reality, dude. It's just pro sports. These guys have a short window in their lives to make a lot of money. Was that? They're not playing hard. They're not laying it on the line. Who said that? Dude, who said that? You called the show. You're all defensive. You've called the show before. What are you so defensive? What are you so defensive about? You called the show many times, and you're calling all defensive. It's a great matchup. I mean, people don't. I want to see the Dude, Patriots every day. Every n- the nobody's right saying it's not going to be a great matchup. We both said it's going to be a hell of a pitching matchup. What more do you want us to say? The bottom line is the casual sports fan don't give a rat's ass well, about a defensive battle. They want to see home runs. Well, I That's mean, what they want to see. I mean, I, I understand where – I mean, Chris is basically taking on the, you know, the kind of the small market role, tired of hearing about the Dodgers and the Yankees. Uh, but the point – we're, we're talking about a couple of different – we're talking about a couple of different things here. Um uh, Chris is talking about the fact of uh, that the Nats are an intriguing story, that the Astros are a good story. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, they're good stories, and yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be a I think it's going to be a fantastic series. Uh, as long as the Nats have not lost their edge uh, with the extended time off, as long as they come back and are playing the way that they were playing, um, and maybe it takes them a few innings to knock a little bit of the rust off, Taz. I think we're going to get ourselves a great series. I think the guy. I think the people around the country are tired of hearing about the Dodgers and the Yankees. That's fine, and you don't want to hear about the big market teams. That's uh, that's fine. The point that it's Taz a fact, Moose. No, it's no, a fact. No, no, you know no, what I mean? Let me just finish. The point that we were making is this: if you are a television executive and you are working at Fox, you want the bigger markets. That, though, that's that's you're the right. truth. You want you want the teams that you're able to draw upon the bigger fan bases from. You know, you want New York involved. You want Chicago involved. You want Los Angeles involved. You want those teams involved because that means more eyeballs on the set, better ratings, generating more revenue. That's the point of the matter. You are right, and I can tell you you're right because I know you're right, but I'm about to tell you because I know an executive at Fox who was texting with me the other day saying who he wants to see in it. 
Yeah, no, and it was not the national. You know, it wasn't no, the national. I get it. You know what I mean? But yeah, so, I mean, but you're it, right. Yeah, I mean, and and that's the point. But Chris is obviously a baseball fan that that is excited about this series. And, and listen, that's awesome. Not everybody's and, looking for a great pitching duel. Not everybody's a hardcore baseball fan. I want to see that. You want to see that. The casual fan watching the World Series wants to see runs. They want to see home well, runs. That's I think what they want to see. Well, they want to see also great games. Yeah, but they think, and I think runs are great. Yeah, sure. That's what they no, think. I get I'm not it. saying but I agree. But they also, but they, yeah, and Taz, I don't dis- that's why you saw the baseball be what it is, and now they've made the adjustment to the baseball. Of course, why are they juicing the ball and the bats? Why is the home run derby on, on major TV, and why are they doing what they're doing with balls and bats for the home run derby? Because they want that people want to see, wow, look at how far the ball's going. Right. Oh, wow. No, that's I, what they I, want to see. I, and, and you saw the Astros, they had they had a lot of home really? runs in that ALCS. Pivotal home runs here there. What's going on, Bogus? I love your, your everyman <laughs> voice. Yeah. Yes. I know, man. Everyman voice. Street. Just sounds like a complete jerk. Yeah. Exactly. What's uh, up, buddy? Neither rain nor winds, you two, nor that vaunted team from Washington could stop the 49ers from delivering the third 6-0 start in team history. A 9-0 victory in terrible conditions at FedEx Field, but Richard Sherman enjoyed the slop. Guys are really having fun. It's still a kid's game at the end of the day, and guys take it, but, you know, obviously these are grown men out there, and and they're going to do their job effectively, so you got to take it serious to a degree, too. But I think guys had a lot of fun slipping and sliding out there, but, you know, winning is always fun. And being a team that stinks. Yeah, Mm. great. Good job, Niners. uh, That field, as bad as it is, it's one of the worst fields in the National Football League. People, Guys complain about that field all year long, especially late in the year. You throw in the the amount of rain they got, it makes it even worse, and I'll tell you, you know, the Redskins could have had the football 80 more times. They were never going to score. <laughs> they missed a field goal, and after that, that was pretty much all she wrote for that offense. You know, and most football fields are built like there's a hump in the middle, so when it rains, all the water f- flows off to the sides. To the sidelines, yeah. And it was like this one was built like a V. There was just like... <laughs> well, they got so much rain. They did, but like I mean... A v. It was just water so everywhere. Puddle in the middle of the field, be yeah. great. <laughs> I mean, there right. was just there were dudes think... like slip slotted miles across the field. Right, but I I think they've uh, haven't they gone away from the, that in terms of the the uh, kind of hump in the middle of the field? Haven't they got away with that a little bit? I mean, I still it think used that... to be more distinct than it is now. Yeah, I mean, I've been on college fields, old ones that like when you look from one <laughs> sideline across, you can't see the other sideline because yes. the hump is that big. I don't think they're that drastic, but I think just uh, my guess is you'd naturally have to do that just to create some kind of like everything is pitched concrete in your backyard. Yeah, yeah. all that it's got to be in oh, no, some no, way. I it's got to no, run no. off. I, I understand There's just so that. much pooling well, water had, there yesterday. But they had so much rain. They had so much rain. It was unbelievable. But you're right. I mean, listen, the Redskins are a disaster. Yep. Surprised that their field's a nightmare too. <laughs> <laughs> the Niners, meanwhile, again, they're six and zero for the first time since 1990. They're the first team in 14 seasons to hold three consecutive opponents to seven points or less and under 200 net yards of offense. The Patriots can reach 7-0 when they visit the Jets tonight. The Cowboys crushed the Eagles 37-10 on Sunday Night Football to end their three-game skid. And the Rams crushed the Falcons 37-10 in the afternoon to end their three-game skid. The Saints winning in Chicago 36-25 without Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara. Teddy Bridgewater threw for two scores. Latavius Murray ran for two. Breeze reportedly plans on practicing this week and would like to return from his thumb injury this weekend against the Cardinals, who ran past the Giants yesterday. First down of the 22 of the Giants. Murray in the shotgun to his right as Edmonds. Three receivers set, and it's a handoff to the left side. Edmonds, he's got room at the 20, the 10, the 5. He's in again. The hat trick. 
third touchdown run. The first two went for 20 apiece. This one goes for 22 yards. Dave Pash on Cardinals Radio. Chase Edmonds from... Fordham, three scores in his return to the New York area this weekend. His Cardinals have their first three-game win streak since 2015 after the 27-21 final. Danny Dimes, by the way, picked off once, lost two fumbles, and was sacked eight times. Yeah, Danny fumbles. (laughs) Well, again, the idea that the Giants were a good team was a scary one because they won back-to-back games. They could have played a lot better than they did yesterday. Yeah, I mean, because they're not good. Do you think next uh, year Daniel Jones will be called Dan Jones? No, I don't think so. Just Dan Jones. Like, uh, more mature name. No yeah. more Danny Dimes. No more Daniel. Well, Hello, Daniel. The Duke. Like, just, no, he's not the Duke. Just Dan Jones. Simple. Uh, Carl Banks, my he's my David Deal. Uh, he was saying here I last get the week. Reference. I like Carl Banks. Carl Banks knows my name. Moose oh. hangs out with David yeah. Deal and other former Giants. I got a show with Carl Banks tonight. That's right. So Carl oh, Banks was saying last week that that Danny Dimes hates the name Danny Dimes. Uh, yeah, I don't play him. Yeah, he can't deal. Well, we so say, yeah. it'll be anything next year yeah. besides Danny, Danny Dimes. Dimes. Dan Jones. That's the best name for this kid. Dan Jones from Duke. I'll tell you yeah. one thing. Leanest name. Call him whatever you want. He got a hold on to the football. He's yeah. got six fumbles and five starts. He yeah. Yeah. five. Stop trying to block people. I, I respect his heart. He got destroyed on one play by somebody. Destroyed. He is a guy. He can get that ball away from him anytime you hit him. Yeah, That's a problem. Yeah, I think he's now, a little worried about getting hit. That's Patrick why. Pearson did like run full speed through his back for the second <laughs> fumble last night. So that, maybe the argument is you might want to sense the dude rushing towards well, you. Well, I mean that's one. He, there have been other ones where he's dropping the football. Putting yeah, the ball I agree. Turn. That's a problem. Yeah, and right. it was yeah. in the preseason, you know, that was one thing. We're in regular season games. He's got to hold on to the football. Yeah. Uh, let's do some college football, guys. Oh. Tua Tagovailoa. Suffered a right high ankle sprain on Saturday night. Surgery yesterday morning. Tua Tagovailoa. Expected to make a speedy recovery, quote-unquote, but is out for this weekend against Arkansas. So certainly thoughts and prayers to Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, my God. Denny Hamlin won the NASCAR race at Kansas Speedway to reach the final eight of the postseason. And, Moose, you mentioned the tornado that spun through the Dallas area last oh. Last night, uh, Dallas Stars forward Tyler Sagan actually tweeting that he's safe. Uh, his house was badly damaged by that storm, but luckily uh, it's his old house. He's, oh. he's moved recently, so that house well, was yeah. sitting there on the market. I don't know if it can stay on the market now They're because it, was, lost the, it yeah. was pretty uh, pretty significantly damaged, but at least no one was in it when like, uh, the storm went it. through. It's tens of thousands are still out in pa- Horrible. Uh, power down there. Horrible. Terrible. Brutal. Um, 855. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, what job well done. Great Talk job, to you next man. hour. Great job. Very creative. On point on this Monday oh, yeah, morning. Great. Job awesome. well done. Come back. Just don't call the show defensive, people. We don't need problems on Mondays. Okay? Oh, I like being defensive. I like people that have a little bit of an edge to them. I enjoy that. Yeah. No? Yes, so. That was to defend himself, hop online? No, it wasn't that. Oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> it wasn't that. I'm joking around with you, Taz. It's Taz of the Moose with you here on this Monday morning, right here, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. 
That's 855-212-4227. All right, doing more brought to you by the Home Depot. Visit homedepot.com for details on flooring, appliances, and bathroom home improvements. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. How about Jacoby Brissett? Colts quarterback threw for 326 yards, career high, four touchdowns to lead the Colts past the Texans 30 to 23. <laughs> Sunday, it's an NFL on CBS doubleheader, starting with the Colts battling the Broncos on Ky- or Kyler Murray uh, taking on and the Cardinals taking on the Saints, followed by the Browns and Patriots going toe-to-toe in Foxborough. It all begins with the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, only on CBS. some point, uh, maybe now, I don't know, we got to play that sound of Jalen Ramsey and uh, Deion Sanders that we alluded to. Yeah, let's we play it right now. John right from now. Orange, if you missed it earlier yeah. on the program, called up and uh, saying that uh, Dion and Jalen Ramsey were joking around on the NFL Network yesterday mm-hmm. after the Jaguar victory or after the Ram victory about his uh, back injury when he was then a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Take a listen. I need to know this because I have an MRI on Tuesday and I want to know what did you do for your back because your back got well real quick. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, the, the the training staff here, they real deal. I got a Mr. Miyagi, Dr. Ho. Shout out to Dr. Ho in Houston, man. He, he like Mr. Miyagi. He got he get my back right. Right. Okay. I want to see him because I got him in my own Say no more. I'm, I'm going to see him on Instagram. What? 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 There you go. What is Dion laugh like? Why is he oh, cackling I'm, I'm so much? I'm not a fan. Never been. I used to be, and now after hearing that, I'm not. Yeah. Like, um, what, what the cackling? Why? Oh, it's a clown show. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I agree with you. I, I don't know. They're joking around about, you know, his, we joke, you know, his, his back. Now, he, he mentioned a doctor, referenced a doctor down in Houston. Ramsey was down in Houston. Remember, there were pictures online of him and Deshaun Watson hanging out uh, with that back injury. But, I mean, he, you know, basically poking fun at the idea. And John was right. I mean, at the idea that yeah, John he gets right. traded and all of a sudden everything's A-OK. Jalen Ramsey's on the field playing against the uh, Falcons on Sunday. That's a Bad deal, man. Bad look for Jalen Ramsey, man. Lose, lost some respect for him to go out and to, to do that with the Jaguars. Not only that, but come out and, and poke fun at it. When I was a member of the Rams, uh, not cool. No, That's not cool. Not good. Not good. That's bad. Um, it took basically a while to find it because uh, the NFL Network sending out the kind of the uh, the version where they did not address that. Right. 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 So, but basically the uh, the sleuth that he is was able to find it. Good job by him. We'll come back. We got the three for you. It's Taz and Moose on this Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.